Hi, I'm Leah Lane, an award-winning travel writer and author of Places I Remember, Tales, Truths, Delights from 100 Countries. On this podcast, we share conversations with travelers about fascinating destinations and memorable experiences around the world. People around the world develop customs and traditions for everything from beauty routines to dining to sex habits to death rituals. The world has been enriched with thousands of different cultures since the dawn of civilization. Patty Essai is a lawyer and financial advisor, and she teaches social and workplace etiquette along with financial literacy. On TikTok, Patty is the SI factor, and she's known as the Duchess of Decorum by her loyal 850,000-plus TikTok followers. On this episode, we'll be talking with Patty about some of the more interesting customs around the world. You have some proper customs, Patty. I'm going to describe some odd customs and traditions, and we'll mix it up a bit. So you start, and then we'll alternate with some of the more unusual customs that I've found. All right. So um, why don't we start with France? So in France, most people don't know this, but you're not supposed to bargain. You can bargain in other areas in Europe, but if you try to bargain in France, it's considered very poor etiquette and they really look down on you. So don't bargain when you're in France. I wonder why I've gotten some of those looks. <laughs> Even at a flea market? Really? Yes. You're not oh my goodness. The price is what it is. Okay. Well, another thing I've noticed in France is the kissing tradition with the two cheeks in some areas of the country. And uh, I think in some cities, you'd only kiss in one. I think the town of Brest, it's one cheek kiss, two in Toulouse, up to four in Nantes. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And actually, uh, in in the Middle Eastern cultures, you kiss on two cheeks, too, sometimes in three places. So, yes. Well, I know in America, we're starting to do that because we're watching it all over the world and we air kiss. (laughs) You're watching the housewives and everybody kisses on the cheeks. Of the yeah, housewives. whatever we're watching, everybody's kissing. So we're kissing yeah. more too. Okay. What's an, what's another place that. So, okay. So let's, let's talk about in Italy. You don't point to people in Italy. If you use your finger to point, it's considered very rude. It's considered that you're talking down to them. So you never point at anyone. You never point at anything. Well, that's interesting because in many parts of the world, it's, it's similar for example, in Nicaragua, you, you point with your lips. Did you know that? Oh, wow. Yes, no. they don't want to point with their fingers. So they've learned to contort their mouth and point with their lips instead of the thumb or index finger like the rest of the world. They make like a duck face <laughs> and they move their lips side to side, which is something I didn't notice. I was in Nicaragua and I didn't notice. In Malaysia, they point with a thumb because, again, the index finger is considered abrasive and rude and incredibly offensive. So. It seems to be a thing around the world to not point. So we point a lot in in the United States. I think that's something we we maybe should think about. Yes. And there's another thing in Italy most people don't know. You only order cappuccino for breakfast. Really? Yeah. So if you go to Italy and you order cappuccino for dinner, they're like, oh, you must be American. Another mistake. (laughs) Another mistake. (laughs) Oh, well. Did you know, actually, I found something interesting. The ancient Romans believed in feeding the dead. And so some of these ancient graves can contained pipes through which the kin of the deceased can pour honey, wine, and other food items. They used to do that. And you can find that in Roman burial grounds. Wow. We don't do that today. Yes. <laughs> what else? What, what else? Another place. So let's talk about Kuwait. I'm actually going there in a couple of weeks. In Kuwait, you can you shouldn't just enter a mosque without permission. And really anywhere in, in the Middle Eastern countries, mosques, because they're not considered museums, 
So it's not like something you can just go in. So you have to ask permission before you enter into any mosque. Interesting. Uh, I know in, for example, in Abu Dhabi, when I went to the Grand Mosque there, I don't think I had to ask permission, but they were very careful about who they let in. You had to get dressed completely. and Yes, conservatively, yes. Yeah, and that's kind of a way to to keep you, not to have anyone just walk in. Yeah. Yeah. I know there's some interesting wedding traditions I would like to just talk about. In Scotland, I I attended my niece's wedding. She married a a man from Edinburgh, and they did not do this tradition. But I read that there is a pre-wedding ritual, which doesn't sound like a lot of fun for the bride. The custom involves throwing eggs, spoiled milk, and basically all things disgusting at the bride. And then she's taken around the town. Yeah. I don't know if that's if that's a custom anywhere else. But they're trying to show how tough it's going to be when you're married, I think, and to get ready for it. (laughs) If you can make it through that, you can make it through anything. (laughs) Exactly. And another interesting bridal tradition and wedding tradition is in Greece. And it was popularized in the film My Big Fat Greek Wedding in 2002. Mm -hmm. Spitting. So in Greek cultures, it's a kind of good luck charm. And and when you go foo, foo, foo. That means you're trying to give good luck to the bride or groom. And also it's used at baptisms and, and other uh, wow. places. And it, it's a superstitious measure to ward off evil. And I know it's a Jewish tradition because I have a grandmother who used to go poo, poo, poo. And that was to ward <laughs> off the evil spirits. And another tradition in Germany, an old tradition, a pre-wedding tradition is for the friends and the family of the bride and groom to come together and break dishes. And then the bride and groom have to clean up the mess. So they practice working together. Wow. Yeah, that makes sense. But the weirdest one of all that I found, and I did a lot of research on this, Patty, is in the community of Tidong in Indonesia, a married couple is not allowed to go to the bathroom for three days after being wed. What? Yep. If they do, it's considered bad luck for their marriage. So they're watched over by the family and given very little food and water. I would like to be in the diaper business in that town, I'll tell you. That's the weirdest I've heard. That is so odd. I've never heard such a thing. I don't think everybody does it, but certain communities keep these old traditions. And sometimes I I guess they're done. Yeah. What about some more? All right. And let's let's go back to the Middle East. You are only supposed to eat with your right hand and not your left because they're saying that, A, it's, it's kind of religious based because they're saying the left hand is the hand of the devil. And also that is the hand that you use to wash yourself or clean yourself when you go to the restroom. So you're not supposed to eat with the eat with the left hand, only with the right. You're supposed to only pass with the right hand. So, yeah, it, that's a very strict tradition. That's a that smart have. one. That's a yes. useful I like that one. Yes. Okay. Well, cultures typically approach sex, marriage, and reproduction in unique ways. September 12th is the day of conception in Russia because the declining birth rates of Russia, coupled with the unequal proportion of women to men and the alarmingly short lifespans of Russian men, because of that, there's a public holiday on September 12th to give couples time off from work in order to have a baby. And parents whose babies are born exactly nine months later can even win prizes. Wow. I didn't know that. (laughs) Now, another one in China, it's believed that if the husband carries his pregnant wife over burning coal with bare feet, the wife has an easy delivery. So I guess physical pain for the husband to ease out the wife's labor, perhaps. (laughs) It balances things out. (laughs) I guess so. Okay, how about another one from you? So in Thailand, or really in in any of those Indonesian countries or, or South Asian countries, you're not supposed to touch a monk. 
especially if you're a woman. Um, I remember I was on the train um, in Thailand and I got in, I got on the train with my tour guide. There was a monk and I go to sit next to the monk and the guy just like literally just grabs me and pulls me up. Like, what are you doing? He's like, you're not supposed to sit near a monk and you're not supposed to touch a monk. Had no idea. I know. Well, yeah. I, lived, I lived in Thailand for a year. Oh, you did? And yeah, I knew there are lots of things you're not supposed to do. You're not support, supposed to point your feet at the Buddha. Right. So it's very bad when people right. do that. So you yes. see people walking sideways and yes. not supposed to touch the head of yes. people. Exactly. There are many customs like that. Yeah. And you're not supposed to speak badly of the royal family. Oh, so, um, yeah. So I started speaking with my tour guide about like, oh, you know, the royal family. He's like, oh, we're not supposed to speak badly. I was like, OK, my bad. No, they had a very nice king for a very long time. So that was good. But I think yeah. the wife, they were very careful. They didn't maybe want to talk about her too much. Exactly. So I know that when living there, I was very careful because I was afraid I'd be arrested or something if I said something too loud. Yeah. But anyway, how about another? So in Japan, you're not supposed to walk and eat. At the same time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that, that means I'd pretty much starve because I'm always yeah, walking and eating. Hard. But yeah, you're not supposed to walk and eat. It's considered very rude. Well, they've got another custom in Japan that has to do with food and they do slurp. They may not walk and eat, but they slurp. And that's a different meaning than we have. It means they like the food and it's a good thing to do because you're enjoying your food. And if yes. a host or hostess doesn't hear that, they're not happy. So I guess the air also brings the palate up enhances the noodles flavor. So they have some interesting food customs there. Yes, they, re they really do. They really what do. Else? So in, in Nigeria, when you're greeting someone, we're, we're so typically used to just shaking hands and just leaving in Nigerians. That's considered rude. The greeting is very elaborate and not rushed. And you're supposed to greet the elders first. And it's it's really like you will stand there and you would just greet someone for a really long period of time. You know, it's not just a hi, nice to meet you, whatever, and just keep moving. That's considered very rude. Here's another one from Nigeria. Kneeling or lying prostrate is a greeting in Nigeria for members of the Yoruba people, an ethnic group that largely resides in Nigeria, greeting rituals are taken very seriously. And when you have an adult approach, a youth is expected to drop to their knees in greeting. And more specifically, wow. women kneel when greeting and men typically lie down prostrate. So this is, sign of, this is a sign of respect and deference to the elders. It distinguishes the Aroba people. Interesting. Okay. Interesting, yes. Yeah, very interesting. Well, you know, in Mexico, you're supposed to bow when you're meeting a Mexican woman. You're only supposed to shake hands if they extend their hand. But typically in Mexico, you're you're only supposed to bow toward women, which I love. Maybe everyone should bow toward women all over the world. Absolutely. Well, don't they bow to women in Japan or is that just bowing to everybody? I think they bow to everyone in Japan. Oh. But in Mexico, you're supposed to when you meet a woman, you're supposed to bow. Well, we mentioned feet a little bit, and, and feet can cause a problem for visitors to various Arab, Muslim, Hindu countries because the feet are the lowest part of the body. They may be considered less than clean. So showing the soles of your shoes to another person may be taken as an insult. Yes. And you're not supposed to wear shoes inside the home either. You're supposed that's to. A good, that's off. a good one. Yes. I've, I've adopted that myself. Me too. Think, yeah. In this Me day too. and age, I think we're more we're more aware of that. Yeah. How about one more? I think you should be aware, like, especially in the, in, uh, in the Middle Eastern countries, whatever food you're offered, you're supposed to take. You're not supposed to refuse any food because it's considered rejecting your host. So even if you don't like it, take it, have a little bit of it, and that's it. I think that's a good idea anywhere. 
In, in general. Yes. In general, unless it's something strange looking that you don't know where, you know, it's come from at all or something. Yes. But I think Egyptians are very interesting. If you're invited over to dinner there and you want to add more salt to your dish, don't touch the salt shaker because Egyptians will feel it's equivalent to insulting the host. Very similar. Yes, yeah, like they don't know how to cook. Exactly. <laughs> that might be. That might be. So let's let's end with some happy customs. What about, you know, something, do you have something that might be a positive thing or? Yes, <laughs> happy <laughs> customs. Um, one thing I love is in Vietnam and in the Asian countries, they pass, if, you're, if they're handing you something, they pass it with both hands. And I love that because that, that's a sign of respect and just make sure that, you know, you're not just fleeing it to someone. I just love that. I think that's is that really- what it is. Yeah. I remember in Bali, yeah. whenever they'd give you these little offerings yeah. that they'd make all day long on these little leaves and they'd go over and they'd yes. hand them with two hands. And I thought it was so beautiful. They'd bow a little bit and hand you this pretty little thing. And yes. I really thought it was a lovely gesture. Here's one in Switzerland. There's something called an honest shop or an honesty shop. And these are little shops that allow you to buy your fresh cheese or milk or whatever, without having to have anyone around you and no one watches. And the farmers very often do it in rural areas. You just leave money behind. And what's amazing is a trust comes up between customer and, and farmer, and it's a beautiful tradition. That's really great. I, I've, seen it, I've seen it in some small towns in America as well. I love that. Yeah, just leaving a, a, a little box or something where you can put your money. And I love it in Iceland because they have a tr- Christmas Eve tradition of giving a book. And everyone unwraps the books and they spend the evening reading together. They oh. preserve the culture of books in, in a, a beautiful Chris, Christmas custom. It's, that, it's nice that's like that. incredible, too. I love that. Well, one other thing we should talk about, like a custom in Kuwait, is once a week, everyone, their main meal in Kuwait is lunch because people are off work at like two o'clock. So every Friday or Saturday, they go, the entire family goes to the eldest son's home for lunch and they all have lunch together. It's kind of like a Shabbat, but for the Kuwaitis. Well, they, where, they allow that. How do they get out of work? Is there, is there a tradition no, to well, leave time? Typically, Kuwaitis end work around 2, 2.30. So then they then they go home. It's it's now changing. The hours are, are getting longer. But traditionally, that, that that's what they do is about 2, 2.30. They go home and at 3 o'clock, they have like this amazing lunch with all the family and all the kids. It's just incredible. Sounds great. I love learning about tradition. I love customs. I love festivals. That tells us about ourselves. We're different and similar at the same time. Absolutely. Absolutely. The name of the podcast is Places I Remember. So, Patty, please tell us a favorite travel memory involving a custom. Yes. So this is actually really funny. So I I was visiting a home in Vietnam and I bought flowers right off the street. I was in Hoi An, which is probably one of my favorite cities in, in Vietnam, right? It's very like European looking. And I bought these flowers. And as I'm walking into someone's home, the host that was with me was like, oh my gosh, just grab these flowers. I threw them away. I'm like, what are you doing? I I, want to bring a gift. If you bring yellow flowers to someone's home in Vietnam, that's for death. Oh my <laughs> that's goodness. For funerals. Oh my goodness. And it's considered a horrible omen. So I uh, that's yeah. good to know. Yeah, because yes. I think we think of yellow as friendship. That's, right. That's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. Yellow mm. friendship. And I was like, oh my gosh. So yeah, I, I didn't take anything there. Sure, they've had they they understood totally. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're nice people. Well, thank you so much. 
Patty Essay, lawyer, financial advisor, and the popular Duchess of Decorum on TikTok. This was a fabulous discussion, and I learned a lot. Thank you so much. This was so much fun. I really enjoyed it. And big news. In 2022, Places I Remember is bi-weekly, dropped every other Tuesday. And on alternate weeks, I'll be featuring tips and trips on YouTube. So you can listen to our Places I Remember podcast and also watch me on our Places I Remember video. See you soon. Thanks for listening to our award-winning podcast. We've recorded over 100 episodes of Places I Remember. So follow us on any podcast app. And new monthly episodes are also on YouTube with gorgeous video. My book, Places I Remember, is available in print and Kindle, and I read the audio version. Follow my travel writing at Forbes.com. Contact me at the links in the show notes or on my website, PlacesIRememberLealane.com, and keep making your own travel memories. 